I'm Julie Lamb, a therapist turned life and business coach. In all my years as a therapist and coach, I have seen that true healing and growth comes from understanding your greatest asset, your brain. To manage your life and business, you first have to manage your mind. I'm here to help you figure out what the hell is my brain doing? Hello, my friends, and welcome back to What the Hell is My Brain Doing? Today is Halloween, and I do hope that for any activities that you're doing today, that I hope you have a safe and fun day today. My kids get really excited planning for Halloween. They like to figure out their costumes. They like to kind of figure out what they're going to do, throwing parties, all the fun that can be had. And it just reminds me as we're starting into the season of just, there's so much, I love watching these holidays through my children's eyes and seeing how they learn and what they kind of come away with. And I wanted to share that idea with you that sometimes some of the things we talk about feel big or, you know, it's trying to understand our brain and why our brain does the things it does. And one of the things I really want you to take notice of is sometimes take the same concept and look at it through a simpler lens, like the child's eyes. And when you think about how your children will handle things or what they will do, you know, however that looks like, your brain is so similar. Your brain often has two components to it. It has almost this childlike version where it's just all about the simplicity and keeping things really understandable, relatable, just easy. And then there's this adult portion of our brain where we overanalyze, we overthink, we just kind of are all over the place as we try to just move forward and do all these great things. And both need to come into play when it comes to how we understand why we do the things that we do. And I think Halloween's a great time to kind of look at that because there's a lot of times that kids are just so innocent in what they do. And at the same time, we as adults, sometimes we know bigger things that are going on. And I wanted to share that because today we're going to talk about a topic that we're going to look at a little differently, but we're going to talk about fear. And the thing is, though, I recognize that there is a lot of uncertainty and a lot of crazy things going on in the world, and it does bring real fear to things. And so I kind of wanted to look at fear a little from a couple of perspectives, and we're going to look at one particular thing. But what I want you to understand with fear is that there's so many different aspects of it, and it's totally normal. It's totally healthy. It's what our brain is geared to do. Our brain is set up to have fear. And a lot of times we think that fear is this horrible, awful thing. But I want you to just like with everything, we look at it from the spectrum of the idea that there is low fear to high fear. And sometimes the things that are going on in the world feel high fear. Halloween feels low fear. So when you're dealing with all the confusion, the doubt, the uncertainty, everything going on, your brain also will look at that. And it's a good time to just kind of check in with your brain to be like, okay, this is low thing to worry about, or this is a high thing to worry about. I mentioned that because as we talk about this in particular, I'm going to be talking about more about how to leverage our fear because how our fear can stop us from doing the things that we really, really want and how we can leverage that to do great things. All with mind, fear is real and it does come in many different forms. And I just want you to know that I'm very aware of that. So let's talk about this. So fear, obviously it affects your decisions, your actions. It affects everything that you do, but where does that fear come from? And that's the thing that we kind of wonder about. So I want you to think that fear comes because it's something that's instinctual, a part of us, something that we learned, or it's something that we're taught. And whatever, however you view fear, I want you to kind of put it through that perspective. Is it something that's innate? Just something I just know. Is it something that, again, my children, as they're going around at Halloween, that they have learned, they've been taught about, or is it something that is bigger? Is it something that I have watched news, I have watched different things, and that I have then gathered inspiration that then creates the fear? You cannot eliminate fear. I just want to put that out there. This isn't to tell you like how you do away with it because again, fear is healthy. Fear is just a normal part of what we do in our life, but it's knowing what we do with it. How do we leverage it? 
So I thought this was really fascinating that there's, like I said, multiple types of fear. And one of the things we look at is that there's survival. A lot of what we are feeling when it comes to the uncertainty around us has to deal with the survival fear that has to do with like, am I going to be physically fine, mentally fine, like those kind of things. Then it starts to tweak a little bit when it comes to fear. And this is what's interesting is that your fear then, like we have this fear of somebody taking over our autonomy or our ability to make our own choices. And that fear is oftentimes what drives what we do. So even with all the unrest, unsettling, everything that goes on around us, a lot of times the biggest fear is that somebody's going to impose their thoughts, their values, their beliefs on me, and I can no longer make my own choices. That's a huge part of why people do the things that they do. Your brain wants to, one, it wants to feel like it can survive, but it also wants to feel like it can survive the way that it wants to. The other thing that comes with fear is that we have this fear of safety or belonging. We want to be a part of something, of connection. Another thing to look at when it comes to fear is the self-value or our worth. So the fear that we're going to look at really has to do more with the fear of our self-worth, our value, and our connection. And the reason I'm going to talk about that one, that's the fear that tends to stop you. Last week, we talked about feeling stuck and feeling like we're just not moving forward. And so I asked you to ask the question, is it because I don't know where the goal is? Because I don't know how to get there? Or is it because I'm comfortable where I'm at? And so sometimes the part of the reason that we're comfortable where we're at is because of the fear of the unknown. A lot of times with my clients, when they are afraid of something, that fear, that doubt, uncertainty comes up, I ask them a couple of things. I ask them to kind of look at what's real versus imagined. So a lot of times they imagined are things like worst case scenarios going to happen. And so for a lot of times when people are starting businesses or they are going out on their own, they imagine or the worst case is that I'm going to be homeless and I'm going to be living on the streets. And so when that thought comes into your brain, your brain, of course, remember the fear of safety and of belonging and just feeling like I'm okay, it tends to supersede that fear of the desires of doing something better, moving forward in some way. So I want to encourage you to just sometimes ask yourself when you have fear, don't be afraid to say, well, what am I afraid of? Am I afraid of something that's real? Like something that I can actually tangibly see? Or am I afraid of something that potentially could happen? And if it's something that could happen, then I ask you to kind of look at it and say, how likely is it? Those are things that we talked about before when it comes to fear. But I really just want you to first step into this idea. Everything that we're talking about, our own value and our own worth when it comes to fear, that sometimes where we go, if I'm unable to do this, the worst case that can happen is it may like hurt others around me. And those are the things that stop you. So that's why I ask you just to get real curious about it. But we're really going to look at failure as something that we can, again, like I said, leverage, something that we can use because we're not going to sit back anymore and be just passengers in this train. We're going to actually drive the train to where we want it to go. So some things that I want us to really look at when it comes to failure is we want to first redefine it. When we define failure as those negative consequences, those negative outcomes, what we end up doing is we basically set ourselves up to fail and set ourselves up to not even try. So I'm going to really encourage you to just redefine failure. What if failure means that it is a different way of learning? What if failure is trial and error? What if failure is something that you can take into account and you can learn and you can move forward from? Like, how are you defining failure? Again, your failure definition often comes from things that you have learned from others. So if you've been around people that they say failure means that you are no longer acceptable, that you're bad, that all these negative things with it. And if that's how you view failure, then of course you're going to be afraid of it. Fear is very, very natural because you'll be afraid that I could do something that would be detrimental to myself. 
I think it's interesting with this idea of fear of failure is often it's because we don't want to embarrass ourselves. Remember that brain wants that connection with people, but we also don't want to feel irrelevant. We don't want to feel like we're just like everybody else. But the other thing that's really interesting with fear is that we often are afraid of the feelings that come. And we've talked about this a lot where our feelings, they're just vibrations in your body. They're just neutral. There's negative and positive emotions, but they're all just acceptable. It's all okay. But sometimes fear of that negative emotion because we're afraid that I might be angry and I won't be able to control it. Like that's a real fear that stops you in your tracks from doing anything. Or even sometimes being afraid that I'm going to fail and I'm going to let people down. I have a lot to lose or I'm going to stay stuck where I'm at. And I think that those kind of fears are the ones that stop us from actually doing anything. So if you're feeling stuck, remember last week we talked about that and the fear is really there, this is what you're going to do. Number one, we're going to respect the fear. Okay. All the, when we talk about processing emotions, this is where this really comes into play. It's okay to feel fear. This is natural. This is normal. And then I'm going to ask myself some of those questions that we talked about before. Is this something that has to do with my environment? Is this something that's real? Is this something that's imaginary? Is this something that is about failure? Like where is this fear coming from? Once I do that and I kind of respected it and I've understood it a little bit more, then I'm going to explore it a little bit more by looking at where did it come from? And those are all those questions I asked before with one simple thing. Is this something somebody else has told me? Is this something that I have just had always a part of me? Or is this something that I have, you know, not only learned or is it instinctual? Like, where did this fear come from? Once we have kind of our base, this helps us get to the root of the fear, like what's really going on. Then the thing I want you to do is a couple of things. Do you have the confidence to move forward anyway? And this is really, really crucial to leverage your fear. You have to be able to say, I can do it scared. I can do it fearfully anyway, because I know that the outcome, I may not know what it looks like, but I'm willing to work towards it or through it to get there. And I can do it even if I feel scared. That's really crucial there too. The other thing is sometimes we look at, is my goal something that is a positive outcome? Am I looking at over-preparing without overreacting? So without always thinking about the negative and just being able to say the worst case that can happen and I'll prepare for it. So I did this with, you know, a lot of times when you have people that come over and you say, okay, there's a lot of people that can come over. I'm going to over-prepare food. Well, that's a simplification. I want you to think the same idea when you are putting a presentation together that a lot of times I'll put a presentation together and I'm just really nervous and really afraid that like I'm going to run out of time. So I might over-prepare and I might essentially have extra things that I could share. And that means nothing. It just is essentially my way of taking control of those feelings in that situation. Like I said, all of that then just says, I'm going to take the action despite my fear. And here's one really big thing I want you to think about. When we are afraid of something and we've done that, we've kind of figured all that out, we're prepared, we're ready to move forward. Don't ever be afraid to ask for help. Asking for help is never a sign of weakness. It actually feeds back into your brain's need of belonging. So when you have a fearful thing, you've looked at where it came from, you're ready to move forward. Don't be afraid to get second eyes on something to say, hey, this is what I'm thinking. This is what's going on. And that second eyes often will be the one that will be able to say, looks great, sounds perfect, which boosts your confidence, which then helps you to move forward so that you can do it anyway, even with the fear. So my friends, I wanted to share this because I think no matter what you're going through, your brain's whole objective, again, is to not only keep you safe, but often your brain isn't really sure what it's supposed to do. So that's why we'll have those emotions that will start to come up because your brain's trying to figure it out. So when fear comes up, run with it. Be willing to say fear. 
this is normal. This is healthy. This is my brain trying to get me to think through all those things. And I have a clear path to know what I'm supposed to do. I promise you, if you do those things, that you will then be able to leverage your fear to get the things that you really want rather than your fear holding you back. You don't have to be afraid. You can do really hard things and you can do them amazingly. I had a client recently tell me that he has been somebody that has said, I do not believe in talking to people, whether it's therapy, coaching. He said, I just thought you just do it on your own. You have some friends, you can do it by yourself. And he said, one session with you, Julie, was all I needed to be able to get my brain wrapped around things. It was just what I needed. And then he says, then of course he comes back because there's more to unravel and uncover. Whenever you're dealing with these things, no matter what level, high, low, if this is something that you are wondering about, I encourage you to get on a call with me. Book a call and to see where you're at, what you're struggling with, to see if this is something that I can help you with. I know one call is what helps many of my clients. The reason they keep coming back, we uncover more, they keep growing, they keep seeing amazing results, and I want the same for you. There's a link in the show notes where you can schedule a consultation call with me now. This is completely free. This is just my way of being able to say, I want to help you. Go ahead and schedule that. There's only a few there, but when they're there, I offer it for you guys to know that I am here. I want to know that you can overcome your fear and I want you to be able to do that so that you can head into this next season of your life with the best plan, best direction, the best knowledge that you are what you want to be. Until next time, this is Julie Lamb with What the Hell's My Brain Doing telling you, you are amazing. If you love today's show, I would love for you to take a minute and give a five-star rating and a review. Subscribe and share with those that you know would love to learn more about managing their brains. If you're ready to join me, I want to invite you to coach with me where we uncover more about your brain so that you can have the life and business you dream about. Manage your brain is more than just a thought. It is a possibility. Go to www.julielamcoaching.com to learn more. I believe in you and I hope you believe in you too. This is how we do it. Stick with it. See you soon. Have a great day.